Hello, it's Mark Shardlow here with your 10 minutes of daily Olympic and Paralympic chat. And today it's about the Paralympics and a fascinating guy who has broken getting on for nearly 200 bones in his body. His name's David Philipson, calls himself Dangerous Dave, and he's hoping next week to qualify for the Tokyo Paralympics. Now, David's been to three previous games, but he's had a dramatic switch of sport. He was a wheelchair tennis player and his prowess took him to Beijing and London and Rio for the Paralympics and he was a world champion. But these days, it's a very different life. David's got brittle bone disease and he switched to para-canoe four years ago. Now, next week, I've got a special set of interviews with many of David's canoeing teammates. They've all got fascinating stories to tell, but David is off in the coming days to try to qualify for Tokyo. I met him by the water at the National Water Sports Centre near Nottingham and he told me a bit about the reasons behind his switch of sports. Um, well, where do we start? Um, I recently, well, I became from tennis originally. I was a tennis player up until Rio 2016. Um, I did tennis ever since I left school, so from very young age. Yeah, I managed to do three Paralympics with that. I did Beijing and London, so I was very fortunate and it was absolutely amazing. And then, yeah, I had a, I had a change of heart coming up to Rio and I thought it was time for me to change sports and everything. And canoeing came along and, yeah, I, I retired from tennis after that and come straight across and it all seemed to suit. I, I, having been such a passionate tennis player for so long, I can't get my head around the fact that you sort of did a complete U-turn to something completely different. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I've been involved in sport all my life. My dad's got me involved in sport. Um, I did basketball to a high level and swimming. Um, as I know, Charlotte Henshaw, me and her grew up um, doing swimming at a very young age. And now we've come and joined doing the same sport. But yeah, um, canoeing, I did it as recreation when I was with school and everything. And I don't know, it's just something, obviously I'm very local to this area. Um, so it suited me down to the ground and I came down and tried out and it just seemed to work like this, getting strong and going from point A to point B as fast as you can and I just loved it. I just clicked really well with it. Yeah, what is it that you love about it, do you think? I think it's just the, the, the simpli simplicity of it, of just going from point A to point B as fast as possible and racing, it just gets you... I love racing. Um, it's almost going back to like my car days and everything, like drug racing stuff. With, so like lining up on that line with other athletes and everything and trying to be the, as quick as possible it just gets you going it gets me going and it just suits me down to the ground I think Is that watching drag racing or did you actually compete? No watching and well competing a little bit but watching um, a lot of my friends are involved with it and mechanics side and, and I've been in goal, I've been involved with cars all my life and love it and yeah it's just just that side of racing and speed and everything is, is in my blood So where did you drag race? Uh, down at Santa Pod, um, a lot of my friends still do. Uh, one of my friends still does drag racing down there. Um, but yeah, I've, I haven't been for a while, but I'm still involved in my, all my cars and everything and my classics. So still a passion of mine. Are you playing tennis at all? No, I haven't picked up a racket since f for about three years now, I think. But um, I'm still involved. I'm still involved with all the guys down there and a few of my mates, Mark and Jordy. Um, I'm going down to see them actually for a day on Sunday. So. That'd be nice. What do you bring from your time at wheelchair tennis and your experiences at the Paralympic Games to this summer? I think it's just um, B 
being a previous athlete in a different sport, you sort of know what's going on and like the rules and regulations and all this lot and the, what you need to be and do to be at the top of the game um, and the professionalism of it, of a professional sport. Um, so coming from that background, it's not easy. It's just you've got the knowledge of it um, and all these youngsters coming through and everything and they're unsure of what goes on and everything and how we do this stuff. It's just nice to teach them and that. Um, so yeah, so you just fit in well with it, I think. You've still got to qualify for the game, so you've you've got more work than a lot of these others have yeah. got to do. Yeah. Just tell yeah. us about that. Afraid so, um, yeah, it's it's a shame, really. Um, we didn't get that spot in back in 2019 for the KL2, um, me or Nick. Uh, but yeah, so obviously we had the racing here selection regatta the other weekend, and obviously it was great racing from all of us. But sadly, yeah, it wasn't our selection. It, it possibly could have been if, if Zeged wasn't going ahead, um, but it's going ahead, so we've got to race again in a couple of weeks' time. What do you have to do? Uh, top four boat it is. Um, we've got to get, so it's, it's doable. It's definitely possible. Uh, my times of from the racing, I was they were awesome racing. I was doing all my all three of my races were really good. Um, I came out on top on all three, and my times were really good. So fingers crossed, I can do it again out in Zeged. And that's a top four boat, and that qualifies a boat, or does that qualify you? That'll qualify me as well. Okay, so you know exactly what you have to do. Yeah. What about travelling? I mean, that's another uh, complication at the moment. Yeah, there's, that's the other risk. Um, we've had a massive meeting about all the regu- rules and regulations to go with that. Um, it's still all a bit complicated, but it's it's a massive risk with us. Um, like, if if one person gets covid on the plane and everything then we've all got to isolate for 10 days and that's our racing gone so we don't get the selection po- spot so it's it's a big risk we've got to take there's no ways around it at all so fingers crossed touch wood hopefully we, we will be all right yeah have you competed there before yeah. yeah yeah it was a really nice place really really good course the crosswinds can be a bit iffy but no it's it's really good course what would it mean to you if you managed to qualify for tokyo oh massive um it's i think it's if I do go, it's my biggest year because I've, I've, I believe I can medal. I think if we were looking at the times, me and my coach, I'm 100th off third in the world. So it's just that push now that I get this spot and then bring on Tokyo. I just I believe I can medal now. I mean, I've gone to, I've gone to three games and I've enjoyed it, but I, I really want to strive and get that medal. And that's the difference, I suppose. You've gone to the games, you've said you've enjoyed it, you've taken your experiences, but this is about coming back with something yeah massively i mean beijing was an was an experience to be fair it was it was more to just go and experience it london was a possibility because i was at the top of my game in tennis for then and then rio i had a massive injury before and i was quite far off and tennis is a really funny sport it's it's hard to it's one of the hardest sports to medal i think you've got to last all those rounds but yeah so i think now i've got a really good fighting position to get a medal Fantastic. And what, tell us about the team here. I mean, there's a noisy lot around you, yeah. but there seems to be lots of banter and lots of support, actually. Yeah, they're not too, they're not too bad. They're all all right. Um, yeah, we, we pick at each other a little bit and everything, and obviously there's a lot of banter going on. But yeah, we've, we've all still got our hopes and heads held high and everything, and we're all still getting on with each other. It's just like they're, in, they're idiots sometimes, but yeah, love them. They're, they're a great bunch um, and everyone around. Fantastic. Well, I hope it goes well um, that you qualify the boat, you qualify for the games and you, you come back with something this summer. Yeah, hopefully. Great. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you, David. Cheers.
That's Dangerous Dave, David Philipson, now in a canoe rather than playing wheelchair tennis and all the best in his attempts to qualify for his fourth Paralympics in the coming days. And don't forget, next week I'll be talking to a number of his teammates. All of them have switched sports to join the very successful Paracanoe programme. Uh, that's just about it for today. Thank you very much for listening and for joining me and I hope to see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>